What's up, Internet? My name is Nerdy. And I'm Clarice. And this is the nightly morning show for September 6th, 2021. Is it the 6th? Seven. What day is it today? The 7th. We get Nerdy Nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That is right. Welcome back to another edition of the Nightly Morning Show, the 100 and something. I, we've done a lot of these. Yeah. Yeah, we, we don't really count anymore, so sorry about it. There's a way There's a way to find out. You have to go to the Nightly Morning Show um, playlist on YouTube, look at how many videos are in there, and then add three. Yeah. Because there's there three Nightly three, Morning Shows that have never been uploaded. Yeah, that do not exist except in our minds. In our memory banks. Exactly. Um, we start this show every week with a simple question. It's my favorite question to ask because it is me showing that I am paying attention to my wife. Clarus, how are you doing? Wow, I'm doing so well now that I know you're just uh, performing. <laughs> uh, no. uh, don't forget to head out to bookstores to buy my new book, Performative Husbandry. Can you write that book, please? Can you actually write that, like, little, like, handbook? I would die. That is so funny. Write that shit down. I mean, it's on video. We'll have this forever. Uh, yeah, 10 out of 10 would read. Um, yeah, it's, he only asked me once a week. So, you know, I really like to take advantage of this opportunity, clearly. Um, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'm have tired. You, <laughs> I just love, I, love, I love, I want the, like... The, the, you know, like, there's the big title, and then the little title underneath is, like, <laughs> the husband equivalent of posting a black square on Instagram and then forgetting about black rights. Uh-huh. Ooh, that's a oof. Big oof. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. Am I allowed uh, to make that joke? I don't know that I'm allowed to make that joke. Um, I, it's, you're not wrong. How you doing, Clarice? I'm good. <laughs> uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. Um, we, we have a fun little announcement for you guys here. So um, for those of you that are able to stick around, um, after we finish the recording of the show, uh, we're going to do a giveaway um, to someone who is in chat for one month free to our fan house. Wait, what? Uh, yeah. We have a fan house? We Yes. You've posted on this. What's a fan house? A fan house. Well, fan house is basically um, a place for extra content. For us, it's behind the scenes. It's cosplay. It's, um, uh, what did I, I wrote down a whole bunch of things, uh, but we do, like, early access to things. Mm -hmm. um, and just, a, like, it's, it's just, like, a peek into our more, like, personal, casual lives um, as opposed to the, the live streams. And uh, with our Twitch um, taking 50% of our income from subs, we were trying to find a place that does a better job of supporting creators. Yeah. And so if you'd like to support us uh, the way that some people like to support through Twitch subs, uh, we keep 90% of a fan house subscription. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they are the same price, but from one, we make a lot more money. So if you yeah. are interested in supporting the Nerdy Nightly, consider coming over to nerdynightly.com slash, or sorry, no, nerdynightly.app. Slash no. fanhouse. Fanhouse.app slash nerdy nightly. Yep. There you go. Well done. 10 out of 10. Um, yeah, if you still want to support us on Twitch, like that we are still eternally grateful. We just wanted to give that option for people mm -hmm. who don't love the sub cut that uh, Twitch takes. So, But yeah. also stick around to the end because you might get your first month for free hey. if you know the answer to a trivia question that we haven't come up with yet. I'm going to figure it out. 
during the show. Um, but uh, y'all, unfortunately, this week, once again, we do have to go from our intro there to a little bit of sad news. Um, this week, unfortunately, we do want to pay our respects uh, and mention the passing of Michael K. Williams. Uh, Michael K. Williams is an incredible, incredible actor who is going to be remembered forever because he was a monumental and uh, just instrumental part in some really, really huge shows. Mm -hmm. um, the, the Wire, considered to be one of the greatest television shows, uh, American television shows of all time. Uh, Michael K. Williams will be remembered forever for his portrayal of Omar on that show. Um, and, and just the, 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 the depth of that performance is, is truly something else. Um, on top of that, he was also a, a huge part of um, Boardwalk Empire, a show that I really loved, uh, and he is just magnificent on, like truly. And uh, he was also recently um, on Lovecraft Country. He was one of the leads of that show, which brings him into the nerdy category with uh, that we like to talk about. We always love to bring up um, whenever these actors have been in something that fits more into like the genre world that we're always talking about here. Mm -hmm. um, and it is, um, it is a tragic loss. Uh, he was young. He was in his uh, mid-50s. Um, and he is just the kind of actor that shows up on screen and just always delivers such a nuance uh, and is, is a really, um, really, really incredible performer and, mm -hmm. and someone I've admired for, for just decades now, um, ever since I first saw The Wire. And it is... Um, yeah, it was, it was really sad news yesterday to hear this. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, uh, Dark Dispatch in the chat is saying he was brilliant as Leonard in Hap and Leonard. Um, and uh, I haven't actually seen that one, so I'll have to go check that out. Uh, he also was great as um, uh, bystander in the Incredible Hulk movie, the MCU movie. So Michael K. Williams was an MCU actor, damn it. Um, and um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, this, this one was really tough. He was young and uh, he was just so good mm -hmm. at his job. Like, I just love everything that man did uh, that I saw. And, um, yeah, so this was, uh, this was tough news. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just wanted to bring this up to the top of the show. Uh, mm -hmm. And just remember the man. Uh, and, um, you know, just, you know, la last week we talked about Ed Asner. And it was, e it was kind of easy to be a little bit more fun with it. Because, not fun, but Ed, Ed Asner had this titanic life, lived to his 90s, like, got yeah. to do all of life. Um, and Michael K. Williams, uh, that was cut short for him. Mm -hmm. And that is a, a real tragedy because he is, um, he, he was something else, man. Yeah. He really was. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, that was, um, I just wanted to bring it up. I don't know. Sorry. I'm a little emotional. I, I really, 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 uh, he's one of those guys. He's just one of those guys where you're like, God, how are you that good? Yeah. It just seems like so natural and good and like it just flows out of him and mm -hmm. yeah, it's just, it's wild. It, it was very sudden and very surprising. But, yeah. yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah. Sorry. I'm a no, little emotional. you're fine. You're fine. Um, yeah. Watch The Wire. <laughs> just, just watch it. It's, it's, it's slow, but it's, it's so brilliant. It's just, it's, slow it's, it's, it's like one of the best things ever made. So just watch it once you're an adult. If you're not, if, if, if you don't like adult things, it's, it's a tough watch, but um, watch it. Mm -hmm. it. It really is. And, and he's just unbelievable on it. Yeah. He really is. Um, all right. Should we, do you want, should we, should we, um, what, what should we do? 
Um, no, I haven't seen The Wire, but I will. <laughs> Clarus has not seen The Wire. I have not seen anything, let's be honest. Have you seen anything that Michael K. Williams has done? No, we talked about it. You've seen The Incredible Hulk. Sure, yeah. Like, ages ago. <laughs> um, Boardwalk Empire is really worth watching for the first few seasons. I think, I, I you know, there, there, I... Boardwalk Empire has, like, a similar thing to Dexter, where there's, like, a, there's a villain that's so good that once they got past that villain, it was tough to, like, keep the show going. Right. Because they kind of had done, like, the thing that they, they, they satisfied the promise of the show, and then they just kind of kept going, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but, they um. didn't need to, like. Yeah, all right. Um, well, let's move on to some good news for the world of entertainment. Good news! Good um, news. this is some weirdly good news, but Venom 2 has changed its date again. Um, I, I'm going to see if I can remember this off the top of my head, but Venom 2 Let There Be Carnage right. was originally supposed to come out on October 2nd of 2020. 20, yeah. It then moved to either June or July. Then it moved to September, mm -hmm. like the first week of September of this year. Yeah. Then it moved to the September 24th of this year. Mm -hmm. Then it moved to October 15th of this year. And now it has moved once again, but not the way that you think. Most people would think like, oh, Venom 2 moved again. It's probably moved into 2022. They're probably scared. No. Nope. No. Because of Shang-Chi, which we're going to talk about later, Venom 2 has surged forward with confidence a full week. Um, two weeks, isn't it? Or two weeks, yeah. yeah. To the beginning of October. So Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, now comes out October 1st, 2021, mm -hmm. or 2nd. But Thursday night previews are on the first, whatever. You guys know what I mean. Yeah. You'll be able to see this movie in like three weeks. This is the first vote of confidence for movie theaters that we have seen in a year and a half. Yeah. And I am very happy about it. Yeah. It really, it bodes well for the industry as a whole. And it bodes well for, I mean, for the movie. I, I think, I think that actually moving it up is smart because we are people are anticipating that going into the winter numbers are not gonna be great in yeah, terms of covid and so yeah i think it's actually smart of them they're like no we want to get it out now while people well well everything's still open. everything is still as open as it can be because uh, things i don't think are going to open up during the fall winter i think they are going to close down um mm -hmm. which is very sad but at least at least we get to see Venom 2 early, so that's nice. Yeah, I think that people are kind of realizing that they planned everything for the summer. Like, a lot of movies were coming out this summer. Yeah. And then Shang-Chi came out last weekend, and we're going to talk about the box office and how that impact impacted Venom, because Shang-Chi did very well. Mm -hmm. And I think that everyone kind of realized, oh, Shang-Chi just made a lot of money. Mm -hmm. And there's kind of nothing else coming out. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the next the next couple of weeks here are pretty bare in terms of um Yeah, I don't even movies, know what's right? coming out. Um, there, and there's a, there, there's some stuff coming out in October. Uh, you know, we have Bond coming out in November. Like, right. there, there's movies coming out um, in a bit here. But Shang-Chi just made a lot of money. And then this weekend, I don't even know what the major release is this weekend. I wonder if, um, if Shang-Chi is going to benefit from that. Because if people want to go to the movies... Like, oh, well, yeah. just to go see Shang Chi again. You I know? think I think Shang Chi will definitely benefit this weekend. I think um, I think that there there's a there is a trend sometimes in filmmaking where like a new movie if a new IP does really well on its opening weekend, then the it like creates this idea that like oh it's good because it made money. 
Mm. And that can cause more people to go see it. Yeah. Um, which is not fair. Um, I think that there are plenty of movies that don't make money that are very good. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't think how much money a movie makes its opening weekend is necessarily an indication of how good it is. Yeah. But in this case, I think that there is going to be... Um, I, I, I honestly think that for the most part, the word of mouth around Shang-Chi is going to be very positive. Yeah. I think that there's there's definitely people who don't love it as much. I know um, like DJ Wildred from Only Super Dancers wasn't a, a huge fan of it. Um, and so there are right. definitely people out there who don't love the movie. Um, and who it didn't work for as much. But I think that from the people I've spoken to, the vast majority really love this movie. Yeah. And I think that the word of mouth on it's going to be really strong. And I have a feeling it's going to have a really strong second weekend. Because when we were talking about Black Widow, um, and maybe we should just go into the box well, office. Yeah, but, well, this will um, lead into the box office. Well, we'll talk about this in box office. We'll talk about Black Widow and Shang-Chi and how they compare in mm-hmm. a second. But in terms of Venom, I, I think what's interesting about Venom 2 moving forward here is... What? Just it was sentence. like, sorry. Uh, Venom 2 is coming at a time when there's going to be a lot of questions about the fall. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like they're they're kind of moving, they're, they're trying to avoid that question, I think. I think middle of October might be a little bit of a weird time in terms yeah. of COVID. And, um, you know, the weather will actually start to get colder in a lot of America and North America. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's already starting to cool down here a lot. And so how that's going to affect the numbers and lockdowns and whatnot. I know that we're trying really hard not to lock down here in Ontario. Yeah. But who knows, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we also tried really hard not to lock down last year. And, you know, here we are. Yeah. But um, but at least now we have the vaccines. Yeah. I, I also think that this is, I mean, ultimately, I think that this is bad for Venom 2, um, unfortunately. Um, because they are going to have to spend a crazy ton of money to now get the word out that when they're coming out. Because we are, we pay attention to stuff like this, right? And right. like our, you know, everyone who watches our show now knows when the show's that's coming out. But our show is not, you know, if everybody in our audience went and bought a ticket to Venom Two, it wouldn't be a drop in the bucket to what they have to make, right? Mm-hmm. And so there is there is a real world here where constantly moving your date, especially when you're four or five weeks out, is is tough on a film's box office, and it's going to really cost Sony quite a bit of money now to market the fact that this movie's coming out Mm -hmm. because there's no posters up anywhere that have the right date on it right there's no the only marketing material that has the right date on it is digital and a lot of that venom stuff that is still getting shared still has the wrong date on it right yeah 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 for sure Um, thank you for the follow lunar sweden thank you and so i you end up in this position where there is going to be a sizable amount of money spent to let people know that this date is changing yeah and you have to hope that venom 2 has the kind of draw that you know you're hoping it would yeah to pay off that marketing push plus the cost of the movie um because this is what like the fourth time this movie's been marketed (laughs) like yeah but the thing is i think you know they're saying okay we're gonna lose money in the marketing and advertisement or two weeks later we might potentially lose a lot more money because no one can go see it 100 percent. yeah no. so i i you know i think if i were in their shoes i would have done the same thing even Mm -hmm. though Right now, they are going to have to work their butts off to make sure that everybody knows. Well, and hope that, you know, people like us continue to talk about it and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, They have to keep it relevant. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think um, that the, the one thing I've thought about Carnage and this new date is this is going to mean that by Halloween, Carnage will kind of be like the, the, the hype of it all have died down. Mm. Whereas on October, like if you were on the October 15th date, Halloween weekend would do really well for Carnage. Like Carnage is a Halloween character. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so I wonder, I wonder if pushing a little bit further away from Halloween would hurt it in any way. But at the end of the day, I don't really know. So, uh, yeah, I think that like if you are wanting to go see a movie on Halloween, is there anything else coming out? The new Halloween movie. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it'll have that to compete with, but I don't think it's. But gonna... the new Halloween movies are, and this is PG thirteen. And yeah. honestly, if if this movie doesn't do well, they're gonna blame all sorts of things. But I truly believe that if this movie doesn't make a lot of money, it's because they went PG thirteen with Carnage, and fans didn't weren't didn't show up for it. Yeah. Because honestly, I'm of that mind of like, why is Carnage PG thirteen? Yeah, it's gonna be weird to. The Joker made a billion dollars rated R. Just 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 do this right. Yeah. Yeah, that's my kind of, like, one, like, hesitancy about it. I know, it, me too. So. I'm really worried it's going to be, like, CGI, goopy, nothing, and not Carnage. Yeah. We'll see, though. Uh, it's Andy Serkis directing, and I love his work, so, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the potential's there, but I just, I really, God, I hope this movie's good. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, we keep talking about it, so let's get into it. Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings has, um, opened? <laughs> it opened this Labor Day weekend, and we have some very exciting news because Shang-Chi managed to nab the record for the best Labor Day weekend ever for any film, not just like a pandemic record. I'm talking like all-time best opening weekend. Let's take a look at that. Um, That's right. Over there, you can see that um, Shang-Chi is in number one of our top this weekend this is the three-day gross we do not have the official four-day gross yet for labor day weekend although we are going to talk about some numbers from the four-day in a second but for the three-day uh shang chi came in at 75.5 million dollars uh that is the record right there the previous record was held by the last halloween movie which came out uh at the beginning of september for some reason but uh grossed 30.6 million dollars uh so this was more than double uh, really two and a half times the previous record that it was breaking uh, in second place there, we have Candyman dropping 52%, which is actually a pretty decent drop for a horror movie. They have to be really happy with that. Uh, and that movie has made f- almost $40 million so far domestically. I think that if you are uh, Nita Costa and uh, Jordan Peele, that those Candyman numbers have to be pretty exciting. Uh, ca- uh, horror movies typically have um, pretty strong drop-offs and really strong opening weekends. So 52% is not bad. Uh, in third place, uh, down from second last week, we have Free Guy. Uh, that's only dropped 33%. I think that is partially due to its family-friendly nature uh, and the fact that people just love this movie. 8.7 million there. Um, that is 91 million. It's four weeks in release. It's at 91,900,000 domestic. Uh, so look to see that cross a million dollars, maybe not next weekend, but certainly in the week after that. Uh, in number four, still in number four, because it only dropped 19.8%. Incredible hold there for Jungle Cruise. Uh, at $4 million. And then dropping from 3 to 5th, we have the Paw Patrol movie, which uh, dropped uh, 39% down to 4 uh, Just, uh, according to Box Office Moja, $4 million as well. Uh, it came in just $9,000 behind Jungle Cruise. Uh, so those movies were truly neck mm. and neck. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, Paw Patrol passes $30 million. Uh, and Jungle Cruise passed $100 million domestically, so both of those movies have to be really happy with those numbers. Um, the The interesting story here for me is is obviously Shang-Chi doing so well um, and, and getting that record, 
Uh, I think that everyone has, everyone working on that movie has to be so pleased because not only did it nab the Labor Day weekend record, mm -hmm. um, but because it came in just north of seventy thousand um, dollars, seventy-five point five, right? A million. Uh, or sorry, yes, million dollars. Uh, it actually beat the opening weekend for Fast Nine. And so Shang-Chi is the second highest opening weekend of the year this year behind only Black Widow. Uh, and it was only behind Black Widow by about $5 million. Dang. Um, so Shang-Chi has... Disney competing with Disney. Disney competing with Disney. Yeah, so uh, I, I think Marvel has to be really happy with this, right? Oh, In shit. a pandemic, you're launching a hero who is much less known. Like Shang-Chi is, is certainly... Uh, is, is, is honestly a... a side character in a lot of stories yeah um in, in the comics right um he's like the third hero um he's in agents of atlas you know he's not really um he, he's never been the most popular character mm -hmm. and so to see marvel the cinematic universe take that character and build it into this opening weekend is just so fantastic and i think that we can both agree that they did that by making a really good movie yes Yes, like I said, said it many times, it is my favorite Marvel movie so far. I just mm -hmm. want to go back and I want to watch it again. I loved it. And it's, it's, it, there's something in it for everybody. But honestly, it's, 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 mm, it's beautiful. It's magical. The acting is stellar. The, the, like, I don't know if inclusivity is the right word for it, but I have seen a lot of comments from people who, um, particularly like Chinese American or Chinese Canadians, mm -hmm. where they like really praise the movie for how they like flawlessly switch between languages, yeah. and they're like mm -hmm. it's it's like being at home, like it's it's so relatable for them, and I just think that yeah, I think that this movie has something for everybody, and I think it's gonna continue to do really well because people are talking about it, and so far I know you've said there are a lot or. Not a lot. There were a couple critics that were, didn't love it, but I think the word of mouth from just your like everyday like humans and not critics has been really really good. Um, yeah. From what I've seen, I, I I agree with that. I think the one of the things that really stands out about the movie to me is the use of Chinese in it and and how much Chinese there was in it. You know, yeah. a lot of American blockbusters will have the characters like speak three lines in Chinese to like set up that they're Chinese. Yeah. Whereas yeah. this movie it, it it really felt like the characters were switching, you know, switching between languages in a more natural way in a more purposeful way. It was like flawlessly just like throughout the story and it never mm -hmm. was it never was like jarring or anything like that. It felt yeah, it felt natural. I, I think that that's partially uh, a byproduct of the younger generation being more interested in anime, though. And, like, I feel like subtitles are becoming a more accepted practice mm -hmm. in the West. Mm -hmm. And I think that we're going to see more movies. I mean, obviously, you know, we had Minari come out last year. Um, that was last year, right? Um, which was an, uh, an incredible film. Um, and was... Uh, li they literally tried to put it in the foreign film category because it wasn't in English, but it was an, Eng it was an American film, right? Yeah. Um, and I think you're just going to see more and more of that. I think that people are going to embrace art in different languages more than we perhaps used to. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, it wasn't that long ago in American cinemas where if you didn't speak English, people would, you know, not... They wouldn't show up, right? Yeah, yeah. They would support you. And now I feel like that's changing. And honestly, like, I... I, I would love to see a movie like a Shang-Chi. I don't think Marvel would do it necessarily, but I would love to see an American-made superhero movie that's just not in English. You know what I mean? Yeah. Put the money behind it. You, 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 could make, you could make a really successful 
American-made superhero movie almost entirely in Spanish. And yeah. I think that you would do really well. And I think that people would show up um, for the characters. And, and I, you know, I think that there are certain characters within the Marvel and DC universe that you could do that with. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would really love to see them explore um, cultural influence in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and show a diversity of language in, in the movies where they're, you know, trying to be more diverse. Yeah, yeah, 1,000%. Uh, but talking about box office, I do want to get into what we do know about the four-day, because we don't know much. Um, unfortunately, the actuals have not come out yet. This is just dealing with the estimates. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, estimates come out for all of these box office numbers. There's people trying to track and come up with things, um, figure it out before the studio releases the actual number. Um, and uh, the estimate for Shang-Chi over the four-day Labor Day weekend is $90 million domestic, which is just absolutely massive. Uh, to put that in perspective, Free Guy is at $94 million after four weeks in release and is considered a huge hit, right? Wow. Um, so Shang-Chi, having a, Shang-Chi almost had a $100 million opening weekend uh, with the Labor Day. Uh, and that is just remarkable. Yeah. It really is remarkable. And it's, it's a huge victory for the mouse. And when we were talking earlier in the show about Venom 2, th- this is what this is where that confidence came from, right? This is where the confidence where people are saying now online that Spider-Man will not move out of December because Shang-Chi has given them the confidence to stay there. Now, I don't know if that's true because there is a lot of time between now and December. There's plenty of potential lockdowns. You know, as we head into the fall and winter with the coronavirus, we do not know what those surges uh, around the country and around the world are going to be like. But for right now, it looks like Sony is is emboldened by this, and that is good news for the movie-going audience. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The other thing to, to note as well from our personal experience, we went to go buy tickets for Shang-Chi five or six days before it came out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was hard to find a theater and a time with like any kind of decent seats that worked for us. <laughs> True. Like, we, with other movies that we've gone and seen, it's been no problem. We book it, like, two or three days beforehand, usually, and, um... Or the day of. Or the day of. Yeah. And, you know, we maybe don't get the best seats, but there were several theaters that were either sold out, or you only had the very front row, um, mm-hmm. because, yeah, people, people were excited for this movie. Yeah. Um, like, that, that Thursday night opening, um... It seemed, from my perspective, like a big deal. Yeah. Um. The uh. The, the last thing we want to talk about about box office this weekend is uh, Shang Chi did have a pretty incredible uh, worldwide weekend as well. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, we don't have the actual numbers yet. Uh. Just because Labor Day, it always gets the 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 holiday weekend's always tough. Yeah. But um. It does look like Shang Chi made at least a hundred uh, at least another fifty million dollars internationally, bringing its global cumulative for the weekend to a hundred and fifty million dollars or 140 million dollars mm. um and um yeah marvel just has to be happy with that oh yeah and uh simu Liu, uh congrats you yeah. were right you're awesome you're so cool yeah mm-hmm. i'm really into you you're you're dope i want to watch you do more things make movies make movies please um i hate that there are bad seats in movie theaters literally no one wants to sit in them all yeah i yeah those like front seats like they're not good yeah i would i wouldn't go yeah if that's where i had to sit 100 I wouldn't either. Um, it's, it's one of those interesting things where, like, you'd think they do better capacity-wise if they just didn't sell those ones and put more people, like, I don't know. I don't know. Hey. Um, all right. Let's go from the Marvel victory to the DC failure. Um, I'm going to put something up on screen in a second here uh, because Warner Brothers tweeted at Idris Elba 
if you don't know who Idris Elba is, he's one of the sexiest men on the planet. Yeah. Uh, he also played a character. Do you remember what his character in uh, The Suicide Squad was called? Uh, Bloodsport? Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If, if Clarus can remember the name of this character, you would think... If I can remember, yeah. You would think that the employees of Warner Brothers who made the movie would remember what character he played. And yet, and yet, someone at Warner Brothers tweeted, some know him as Stringer Bell, otherwise known as Deadshot. Others as Deadshot. Others as Deadshot. Deadshot is the character that Will Smith played in the first Suicide Squad movie directed by David Ayer. Bloodsport is the character that Idris Elba played in your movie, Warner Brothers. <laughs> oh my god. Now, when I first saw this, I was like, I, like have to, I have to make sure that this wasn't doctored. So I checked, there. I, I checked like five or six different sites. They all have the same tweet. It is real. And there is just an element of there, there is an element to this. Because if this happened to a white actor, it would feel different. But there is an element of this that feels particularly sharp because you confused your two black leads. Yeah. Um, There's not many of them. You it's, know, fucking step up. Like... It just is like... And, like, what's crazy to me is that the intern that made this went out of their way to, like make the graphic mm -hmm. you know what i mean they, they like they clearly did the work to make the graphic um and i just i i just wanted to say warner brothers are you okay is everything all right over there no no i'm sure idris alba is not happy about that oh i'm sure idris alba doesn't care i don't know that's like a that i don't know that i'm stings. almost i'm almost certain idris alba doesn't give a shit. I guess. <laughs> About what some intern for Warner Brothers did. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like this is, like, someone he knows. It's some, like, 18-year-old. But my, the, the truth about this is that... They probably got fired. The person who tweeted this... Oh, his publicist will give a shit. I just don't think it's yeah. just the, the person who tweeted this is probably a, like, marketing intern in college who has never seen a Suicide Squad movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Because they work 97 hours a week, and they survive only on the dregs like of their boss's coffee and ramen. Yeah. yeah. Like, this per... It, so, it, it's probably, honestly, like, they googled Suicide Squad character and, like, whatever. But the they optics of it are... the Suicide Squad? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But the optics of it are pretty bad. Well, but even if you googled Suicide Squad, you would still see it's, it's not well the same man. black man. Yeah. Jesus. They don't look anything alike no they really don't i just don't i really don't understand how this happens it's so like that these is movies a big are oof. these movies are like a half a decade apart yeah <laughs> like i just i just don't it's yeah that's that's rough yeah that's horrible <laughs> Um, Rich for Barbie says they met Idris Elba once. He bumped into them and apologized. Wasn't as tall as I thought he was. Interesting. Huh, okay. I would have been like, you can bump me anytime. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so what happens when you don't review your Fiverr order. 
Oh, oh Warner yikes. Brothers. Yeah, yeah, that's... The sad thing is I don't want to make fun of Warner Brothers, but they make it so easy. Yeah, they really do. Like... Um, I don't have a thing here, but uh, if you if you want to check out something really cool related to the DCEU uh, instead of this, go check out the new uh, Aquaman stealth suit for the new Aquaman movie. Uh, James Gunn released it. It looks dope. It looks very cool. Yeah. I'm into it. Um, we have some gaming news to talk about, but before we get into that, uh, we do have a segment we like to do every week where Clarus makes up the news. Great. I love that <laughs> for me. Or maybe I'm taller than I thought I was. Hi, Rich. How's it going? What's up, Rich for Barbie? Um, this is our favorite segment where my wife, the Not beautiful my favorite. Clarus Dracarus, has to make up a news story. Um, Not my favorite. Uh, it's everyone's favorite. No, it's not. I count, okay? I count. Mm. Oh, God. Uh, uh, um, <laughs> I was trying to think of something, too. And I was not able to come up with anything. So this is uh, going to be really great for everybody involved. DMCA. <laughs> it's as far as you're allowed to go. Ba <laughs> ba. I that I my um my Twitch clip compilation got copyright. Like for what? Years. For this little song that I put when it goes black and white. Oh. Yeah, Sag. Sag. Yeah. Mhm. Mm Eight out of ten cats count down music starts by. I don't know it. I'm gonna create copyright free Jeopardy music right now. Love it. No, it doesn't have no, the same waiting quality. No, it's not there. No, I'm sorry. Um. <laughs> All right, well, we'll get a clean start. We'll get a clean start. Here we go. <clears throat> you got it? No. This is Clarus Makes Up the News. Did you think that that would help? people who only listen to this as a podcast but this segment must be awful for them i know i'm so sorry <laughs> this is what happens Ooh, good school for improv i can't i'm not you don't have to pay bits you get it every week here on the nightly morning show for improv classes <laughs> improv classes <laughs> oh my god wow boom roasted oh wow, wow. popcorn just mm -hmm. got you so good mm -hmm. that's embarrassing 
And yet I'm not embarrassed. Good, then make up the news. This is Clarus Makes Up the News. (laughs) Thank you for the hundred biddies, popcorn. Um, the news is that, um, the, there's new unit of measurement. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a new unit of measurement. Um, uh, we all know the, um, metric imperial debate, you know, mm-hmm. it's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's, 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 it's a toasty one. You know, why? It's toasty. Why? U.S. Why? Why? Why feet? Why feet? Um, and so, uh, to, to, to spite, to spite their, uh, Canadian brethren, um, there has been a new, uh, uh, unit of measurement. Oh, wow. It's, now, you measure things in hands, in, um, in addition to feet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you so much for the 500 biddies, Darkest Fat. Did you... Yeah. Did you it's, just do it again? Hands is the colloquial term, but it's actually scientifically did, called phalanges. Did you just did you just create fake news that is just a real thing again? That's not real. Nobody uses hands. That's not real. <laughs> How do you measure horses? Uh meters? <laughs> like one and a half meters tall? No. No, it's hands. Nobody measures... No. Hands is already a unit of measurement. What? Whose hands? I don't know. (laughs) It's the orange thing all over again. You just said something that already exists. No, I don't believe you. I think you're lying to me. Thank you for the 50 bits. (laughs) Thank you for the 50 bits. Thank you for the 50 bits, popcorn. It's not a thing. So, so hands or phalanges is um, uh, seven inches, roughly. So, <laughs> if you want to measure in sevens, that we got it for you. We got it. How tall is a sixteen-hand horse? No. A fifteen-hand horse is sixty to sixty-two inches. No. Why? Why horses? Why? Was somebody like, you know what? I want to just get my hands all over this horse. So I'm going to measure it with my fingers. (laughs) This is the best. I love this so much. Four? What? No. Horses don't even have hands. There's no way. This is my worst nightmare. Cool, 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 cool. Apparently I'm just really smart. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't. Uh, Thanks. Uh, Many people don't know, but the, the color orange was actually named because of the fruit, the orange. It's a thing you said on camera. I know, I said it. Your worst nightmare. (laughs) All right. Oh, my God. Okay. Okay, you know what? There's a new unit of measurement, and it's eyelashes. (laughs) You get 7.5 millimeters (laughs) is an eyelash, okay, for measuring uh, jewelry. (laughs) 
There you go. That's the news. <laughs> Fucking hands. Whatever. No, it's not, Frankenbeans. Shut your face. I love... I love when you get angry and you deliver the news mad. I want I want to watch, like, the nightly news, but it's you reading a teleprompter sarcastically. <laughs> like when I do the Pokemon card openings. <laughs> this should be your character on video. It's just you being like, well, boom, Well, it's who really gives funny when you do a it? horse's hand? Okay, who gives it? Oh, that was fantastic. Thank you so much, Clarice, for making up the news today, even though you didn't uh, actually make anything up. Um, all right, y'all. Let's, uh, let's move into um, a story about the Middle Kingdom here. China. Um, <clears throat> we have an update about China's gaming law. Oh, To get yes, y'all caught this. up, uh, China had um, banned children from playing video games. For more than three hours a week, they would be allowed to play video games. If you're under the age of 18 in China right now, you can only play video games Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 9 and on uh, public holidays. Um, <clears throat> you're allowed to play exactly three hours of video games. Uh, the good news is that because everyone is playing at the same time, you don't spend any of that uh, hour of nightly video game play uh, waiting for a match because everyone's trying to play at the same time. Mm. Um, <clears throat> however, this has already been circumvented. This law has been around for like nine days. <laughs> oh, really? <clears throat> and services have popped up all around China, which allow you to rent an adult's account for two hours. Um, so for $5 American, the, the equivalent of $5 American, uh, you can rent an adult's account for two hours, uh, so that you can play as an adult, uh, in China's biggest, most popular game, Honor of Kings, which is um, kind of like their League of Legends. Um, I would say that it's wow. a MOBA. Um, and yeah, uh, so, uh, Tencent, the company that runs Honor of Kings, arguably the largest video game company in the world now, that it puts its money into everything. Um, they're trying to crack down on this. They are, you know, affiliated with the Chinese government and they do have to do everything in their power to stop this I'm practice. I'm sure they're trying really hard. No, 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 no. They're, they're, no, they're trying very hard. Why? Because they are the Chinese government. Tencent is 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 the Chinese government. Just realistically, um, they 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 yeah 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 they're trying very hard. We are not being sarcastic about that at all. Uh, breaking the law in China is a scary thing, but people are willing to do it for their video games, um, because uh, video games are awesome. And I China just let, let kids play video games. What? Yeah. What's, what's the end of the world? Um, uh, China's got a lot of weird laws going on right now, though. They're also trying to, like, ban images of effeminate men um, because they don't like how much uh, Chinese youth like BTS, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. That's fun. Um, but, yeah. Uh, so, it's uh, like living in Texas. Jesus about a week Christ. after that law went into effect, uh, everyone is breaking it. So uh, if you are breaking the law to play video games, just know... That I, I hope you don't get caught, and I hope that you don't face consequences for that, because that sounds. I don't don't go to jail in China. I wonder what that like penalty would be. Oh, you played video games outside of your allotted time? Jail, five years. That's it. I don't. I think That's it's, it. I think it's a fine. I think your parents get fined. For now. Yeah. Well, yeah. I think, I hate I, yeah, I, I don't know, what the, I, I don't know, I'm not, you know, I don't actually uh, speak Chinese, so um, 
I, I can only tell you what I read someone else's translation of it. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, uh, this has not hurt Honor of Kings very much. Uh, the game was the first game to ever reach one million concurrent players. Um, so yeah. Damn. It's doing all right. I kind of want to play it, but it's all in Chinese, so I feel like it wouldn't be very... Um, Nox. Oh, God. It wouldn't be very... I, I would be bad. Yeah, it would be it would be d difficult if you don't speak the language. Yeah. Um, Nox says, in China you can only think of the color blue between eight and nine every other Tuesday while standing on one foot upwind. Yeah. You know what's fun? Pretty much. Yeah. <clears throat> we didn't have a word for the color blue for most of human history. What? Like we didn't have a word for the color blue. It was one of the last colors to be given a name. Why? Uh, people don't know. They're trying to figure that out. But like, if you read like old like Greek texts, nothing is ever referred to as blue. Yeah, it's weird. Huh. I think it's because it was like water and sky. And so they those didn't have colors. It was just water and sky. I guess. Yeah. But like... Okay, sure. That seems very weird to me. It took us a long time to come up with a word for the color blue. Uh, you know what, Foxy? I don't know. I don't know if tourists have to follow that law. Foxy, I don't know that you can log in if you're a tourist. Hmm. Like, the internet, so if you were to go to China, the internet there is very restrictive. I also don't know, like... So I, you need a lot <clears> of data, <throat> is what you're saying. I don't know what this says about, um... Unnamed color berries. I don't think they were called blueberries. <gasps> I also don't think blueberries are that old, but that's a whole... That's a different conversation. Um, I think that if you were to go, like, I, I wonder what this law says about, like, like, a local game. That's lo locally held on your device, right? Yeah, I like, don't know. Like, Tencent is stopping kids from playing online, but, like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, what about in parts of the world with blue-eyed people? Um, they had ocean eyes. Yeah, I mean, we just describe things differently in old texts, right? Weird. Like, old texts would describe the sea as, like, um, like wine-colored. And it's like, it doesn't really look like Blueberries wine. are not purple. The inside of them is green. Blueberries are definitely purple. No, the inside of them is green. The outside of a blueberry is purple. I agree with hardcore soft popcorn there. Mm, it is a purple fruit. It's like a blue violet, but it's still bluish. So just buy a good old fashioned Game Boy. Exactly, Foxley. Get yeah. that. Get that 3DS. Yeah. It's a, it's How are they going to regulate like the Switch and the DS and stuff like that? China. They just the the government comes around and rounds them up. No, and puts I don't them know. In a lockbox. I don't have the answer to that. All I know is you kids. Shouldn't be on your video games, says Daddy Xi Jinping. I think because I called him Daddy Xi Jinping just now, I'm We're never, never allowed, be in allowed China. to go to China. Yeah, that's be yeah, honestly fine. I don't want to go. It sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Um. Last story of the day, and this is more of a warning. Don't buy free games. Yes. If you see a game, someone's trying to sell it. Maybe look at the game first. So see what it's worth. The story here is uh, there are sites on the internet where you can buy codes to own video games. Um, and there are some people, that, th these are pr usually illicit in some way, but there are some people who have gotten used to getting all of their games from these sites. And the downside of this is that sometimes those people don't do the research on the game that they're buying. And so this came up because the new Vampire the Masquerade, I think it's called Blood Hunt. Um, I have it here. Um, has been popping up on these code reselling sites. Yeah, it's called Blood Hunt. Um, it comes out today. 
and resellers are charging people for it. But the funny thing about Blood Hunt is it's free. Yeah. It's a free game. Mm -hmm. you, you, you can just download it and play it. Don't, 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 don't give money to these people. You're yeah. being scammed. Yeah. It's like, this is one of those stories where I'm like, I can't believe I have to say this, but don't spend money on an illicit website to buy a game that you can download for free. Yeah. I'm, I mean, or do if that's how you want to roll. I mean, like, my version's better than yours. They paid money for it. I'm in the wrong business. <laughs> yeah. Selling this game selling illicit access to this game by just selling you a link that you can click on and you get the game for free is insane to me. Yeah. Is this game region blocked perchance? Not um, not as far as I know. Yeah, it's not included in... Um, It's not just this game, though. This has been... This is a phenomenon that has been seen for other games as well. Um, hmm. Uh, there, there have been multiple games, but this, the, this game is being sold... For $19.59. It's a free... I want to remind people, it's a free game. Um, so, if you, yeah, if you want to make 20 bucks. Wow. Um, yeah. That's so wild. Or you can just buy it on Steam. There is a sucker born every minute. What? That is from the Broadway musical. Um, what was his name? Barnum based on the story of P.T. Barnum, who is the same character from The Greatest Showman. Showman. But P.T. or Barnum, the musical, is about how he was a bad man. And Greatest is. Showman is about how hot Hugh Jackman is. Yeah. And how hot Zac Efron and Zendaya are when they're, like, swinging around the sky together. And you're like... I still need to watch Greatest Showman. I'm actually... Like, I, I need... I feel like I need to watch this. That was the news. That was the news! That was the news. Don't buy free games. You don't, you don't, you can if you want, but you don't need to. It's fine. I mean, yeah. It's okay. I don't think you need to make those people any more money. The score is fantastic. The movie yeah. is just kind of fine. Yeah, I, I like the music that I've heard from yeah, it. it's fun. Dance to a couple songs, they're fun. Yeah. Good people. You saw him live at the O2 in the UK. That is fantastic. I love that. I got to see his one-man show on Broadway, which was just remarkable. Yeah. I cried. Like can't imagine. Baby. He's so good. He's like my favorite human. He's like, yeah. I have a very long Hugh Jackman story, but I will tell that another time. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, he's amazing. He's literally like my favorite actor. Uh, and a very influential part of my life. Um, but, uh, yeah. Hey, hey, Misguided. You enjoyed Chung-Chi? I'm happy to hear that. Yay! I love it! It's so good! It's a good movie. Should we just go watch that today? Wait, when? Right now. I have my... Hi, Mason. Tell Sarah to come with us. We'll buy her a ticket and she'll do the osteo in the <laughs> theater. The, no, absolutely not. What happened? Did this, you just break your cup? No, it just came off. Oh, but it goes back on. Oh, I guess, yeah. I guess it just squeezes on. Oh, there. God. That's oh, weird. my God. I think that would be glued. Weird. I'm not actually the biggest Hugh Jackman fan, which I know is, like, pretty controversial, but... Especially to me. I know. I'm sorry. But we have talked about this. I love uh, him very much. His new movie's not out yet, right? Or did it come Reminiscence. Out? It yeah. was a huge flop. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was a huge flop. Um, that's actually an interesting story. We never talked about that uh, because it didn't crack the top five ever. Um, but Reminiscence... Let's, let's just talk about how much it made really quick. Yeah. Let's, let's take a gander. 
take a gander at Box Office Mojo here. And, um... Um, one, one quick sec while you're putting that up. Remember, guys, uh, once the show, once we've fi- finished filming the live portion of the show, we will be giving away a free month to Fan House. So stick around if you would like to try for that. Reminiscence, um, is... Where is it? Not here? Did it get pulled after one week? Or did they just not, have they not announced... This movie does not exist. Last week it opened at, or no, sorry, it's it made seven hundred ninety-two thousand dollars in its second week. Okay. Reminiscence uh, has been in theaters for three weeks. It has made three point seven million dollars, and its budget was not available. Oh, all right. Yeah, it did less than $2 million its opening weekend. Reminiscence was a huge, huge, huge flop. And an expensive flop. I want to pull up uh, the tweet. (laughs) Um, So if if Simu Liu's tweet um, is in reference to the fact that he is uh, trending on Twitter right now. Yeah. uh, Because people found out that Simu Liu did uh, some stock photos back before he was famous. Yeah. And so that is an, a genuine stock photo from early in his career that he tweeted out. That's so funny. Yeah. They're really funny. If you want to go look at those stock photos, they're fantastic. I am retweeting that. It's in the Discord. Uh, thank you, Richard Sim, for... Uh, <clears throat> but y'all. Sharing that. Y'all, y'all, y'all. That's going to be the morning show for today. Uh, if you're in our chat, hang out. We're going to do a little trivia. We're going to have some fun. Um, but uh, for everyone else, this has been the Nightly Morning Show. If you're watching live on YouTube... Or not live, but if you're watching it on YouTube, hit the like button, leave a comment down below, or hit the dislike button. Hit, um, leave mean comments down below. The algorithm god is hungry. We must feed her. Mm-hmm. As always, you can follow us over on Twitch, where this was originally recorded live at 10.30 a.m. This was, was on a Tuesday, but usually it's on a Monday. Uh, I'm over at twitch.tv slash nerdynightly. I'm over at twitch.tv slash cars. And as always, y'all, my name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. Do something nerdy tonight, you dang nerds. Bye. Bye.